Another week. Another week, another dollar. Big bag of How's Your Nan. It's your birthday this week, Dara. Well, yesterday, yeah. Happy birthday. I'm, I'm quite um, sleep deprived at the moment. What? Is it 24? Yeah. 24, yeah. 24 old, on the 24th, boy. That's old, boy. I was at a... I was out for a person's 21st. The other day. Person Did you feel old? I feel like did, yeah, I did, and then, and then oh, I had not. So I also hadn't been drinking for like six weeks, so I got a bit sloppy. And sorry to all of Patrice's friends for all the slander, the issues. <laughs> yeah, the issues that that occurred that night. Um, yeah, twenty four. Wait, kind of worried about it because my friends are going before me. The only one, like, Carl went first now, and then Ali went the other day, like, and. And then I'm next, and then kill. Like it just feels like we're all getting sentenced. Are you a uh, 1995? Oh, yeah. sure. You've another young, young buck. Young, young buck. La- like? la- February '95. I have a long stretch now till I'm 24. Like. Yeah, you're grand. Long Pretty much another year. Like. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <coughs> uh, yeah. What are we going to talk about today? Today, I'll just start by saying I don't know anything about this, and I purpose- purposely didn't learn anything about this. Because I feel like a lot of the people listening won't know much about it, so I'll ask the correct questions. We're going on a journey. We're going on a journey, guys. Um, Self-discovery. So so I'll hand over to Dara, who will, for something a bit different. So, for today, we're going to talk about three kind of general topics. A lot of it's Jungian psychology, but we're going to talk about cognitive dissonance. We're going to talk about the real self versus the ideal self. And then we have motivated or emotional reasoning which is very incredibly common in today's socio-political environment yeah. Mm. yeah i was about to say like the the thing about this is like i know obviously a small bit about it. i know what they're in relation to and stuff so it's just the detail i don't really know about it but it's an, a, a good example of like sometimes we talk about this stuff on this show like that we kind of find normal whereas mm. other people wouldn't but like this is one where it's like a purely um, like academic and theoretical exercise that these things are, but they apply everywhere, yeah. every day. Like if a, a part, a, the more a person knows about these things, the better they can control yeah, them exactly. themselves. And like yeah, they're a thing that like I would, I'd get. There's not a normal. There's not any person. I'm not going to use the word normal because that doesn't. That's not a real word. There's not any person alive who doesn't experience these three things because they're they're just like part of being human and part of having a brain. So. Cognitive dissonance, to kick it off, um, is this psychological phenomenon. I'm going to use all the words today. Two. Uh, no, so it's this thing where you'll way. have a belief and you'll have another belief and they'll contradict each other. So to get around that contradiction and that uncomfortable, you will compromise how you believe one of them mm-hmm. is right to yeah. make them coincide. Yeah. So a common one would be someone who eats meat and is okay with killing yeah, those animals okay. but wouldn't kill a dog. Mm-hmm. That's cognitive oh, dissonance. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were going to say like a person who eats meat but is like an animal activist or something. But it's actually... Oh, yeah. But, even, but it's even something more than that yeah, because yeah. it means like they're making a distinguished... Yeah, they're yeah. Distinguished but even like that, yeah. what you said is also yeah. cognitive dissonance. So it's basically you're kind of setting double standards in your head mm-hmm. for... And this happens like across the board. So, um, like if you go into like religion, there'll be a lot of cognitive dissonance because they'll hold a certain belief about morality, but will like 
commonly break it and mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh but you're allowed to do it in this situation yeah. and, you know you're just yeah so cognitive this is interesting because it kind of allows you to um and it, it's not it's not very healthy if you do it a lot but it allows you to kind of function and still like not think you're a terrible person yeah mm-hmm. you know but if you do it a lot you'd be you'd probably be seen as some a person who lacks integrity or yeah, as I'd say it's kind of compromising if you do it a lot like, yeah yeah because you're just swinging you can't you kind of don't hold any core of yeah. value or whatever like so let's say in the more like the stronger beliefs where you might be hypocritical like you hold no kind of personal value to anything yeah. then like yeah it's interesting and like is this like Joe when you when you kind of say these things it's like when they're in like a purely academic circumstance you kind of people can't connect it to really like do we do this stuff like can you do this unconsciously and consciously or is this like a purely it's you're like it's, oh I'm, I'm making this decision it's quite me. unconscious a lot of the time yeah. so like there's this little um kind of scenario that they use to describe it where um say for example there's someone in a job that mm. they hate yeah 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 right and if you ask them so in the like scenario a guy comes up and asks like, why, why do you work in this job everyone you're way more intelligent than everyone here you're way like overqualified why are you even in this job and, he, and then the guy's like well that's all true so I must be doing this job because I love it okay yeah yeah so you just and then you that's, just that's it, like, so that's yeah. a way of getting around like I hate this job but you, I'm ju- too qualified so I must it. love this yeah. job yeah so it's yeah it's just a way of justifying it yeah. yourself okay yeah 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 okay I see, what you, I see what you mean but like this is like this is stuff when you when you kind of break it down like that like we're obviously talking about very specific subjects like but you can think about it if you if you just break it down in your own head like from what the examples we said like if you if you kind of come across the even small everyday things you can do this like multiple times like just doing oh, reg- yeah. regular yeah, habits yeah. or whatever like yeah. So, yeah it's crazy when you think of that well like it's, it's just in, in terms of like because like morality's gone very relative which kind of you know it used to be very universal when religion was more important to people mm-hmm. And now that morality is very relative and subject to the circumstance, I feel like cognitive dissonance happens a lot more because you're just sidestepping shit. So, like, for example, for me, like, if you go into, like, terms of abortion, like, I think abortion's wrong. And I, I, right now, like, in my theoretical perfection, I wouldn't ever want to get an abortion. But if it, if I got someone pregnant tomorrow, I might flip and I might mm-hmm. I need to get an abortion. Yeah. Like, so that's cognitive dissonance because okay, I'm yeah. just going to ignore the fact mm-hmm. that I thought it was wrong and be like, oh, yeah. well, I have to get an A because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but it's weird, like, because you say, especially there now, in, in a, using an example for yourself, like, it can just happen because when you, again, when you say it, when you build it up in your head, like, when you say, when you say it in that sense, like, it sounds like kind of, so like when you hear like a, like a politician let's say who who has the exact same argument that you're just making there yeah. but they're arguing against abortion and then you yeah. figure out that they like obviously it's not it's like a rare case or whatever mm. but they had a person or they they had paid for an abortion for someone that they had an affair with or whatever yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you have heard those stories especially yeah. in america like but like you, you realize like it's not just these fucking crazy lunatics up the top that you think are sociopaths that can yeah. do it like you just do it yeah. like circumstance will change your mind like or will force you to for this thing to occur like yeah like cognitive dissonance is uh it's a very common but like it's a very if you don't know what it is like cognitive dissonance just seems like a nothing phrase mm-hmm. you know it seems like a very like yeah. random thing but it's so common like cause yeah. 
Like, but you also have to kind of, I don't know, do you, you have to distinguish it as well from like, um, now that I just thought about it, like, you know, so you hold a belief and then you get educated about it. You flip it. Like, yeah. the only reason I'm bringing that up is because, like, Joe, someone listening to this now that doesn't fully understand will be like, oh, I used to believe this before. Does that mean I have to believe it forever? Like, oh, yeah, but, like, yeah. it's a different thing if you're, like, uneducated about a thing and that's what the opinion you hold and you get educated about it and you're like, oh, actually, I've completely changed my mind. Like, yeah. Joe, so, like, like, that's obviously a beneficial thing, like, but, because, uh, from the sounds of it, is a cognitive dissonance like is it a thing is it just a negative thing like is it always um, a negative situation well, like, like no again like as i said it does just allow you to because like it, if you didn't have cognitive dissonance and you behaved in a way that was counter to what you believe in then you're going to get very self-loathing yeah okay so like, like sorry yeah you're unable to justify anything yeah because yeah, like okay. so like common one is like Somebody smokes who knows that smoking gives yeah. you cancer, but they continue to smoke. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like if there wasn't cognitive dissonance, they're either going to smoke and hate themselves because they're giving yeah. themselves cancer, or they're just not, not going to smoke. smoke. But yeah. cognitive dissonance then allows them to do both. Mm-hmm. Okay, that they can yeah. be aware of cancer but still smoke because like, yeah, it's not doing that much yeah. damage. You know, that, that that type of thing. Same with any other. So to say, it seems like we're kind of a if you like, especially with that example there. If you were to feed out from that, it's probably uh, a lot of addicts. Yeah like what overuse it or whatever like uh, yeah. they have a they have a lot of it because like in those situations you always hear like like oh, an alcoholic you'd be like oh yeah well, I can I can have five points at lunch but I can still do my work in the evening like yeah. whatever you're like oh, yeah. Well, yeah you're just justifying it like it's not yeah really it, it is it is in in a broad stroke it's it's being able to justify not ideal behaviour yeah. I guess yeah I suppose, so, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's mostly about, yeah, because you wouldn't need to, anything good, like, you wouldn't yeah, need to Yeah, because that would be that, in like, line with what you think yeah, is right yeah, anyway. Exactly, it's, yeah. it's very, yeah, it's justifying a lot of, like, so, like, cognitive distance would be common in people who are stuck in a dead-end job that they hate, mm-hmm. but they'll just tell themselves they love it because, mm-hmm. or that it's okay because the money's good because it's easier than to face up to the fact that you're not yeah. achieving your full potential or whatever. And then that kind of... Cognitive dissonance leads you to the second part, which is the real versus ideal self, which is, like, cognitive dissonance allows you to be okay with not achieving your ideal self. Mm -hmm. So, the real ideal self is Carl Jung's original idea where you have, there's there's three versions, but so there's three selves, but the the two main ones he talks about are your real and Mm -hmm. ideal self. So, the real version of you is the person you are now, Mm -hmm. when you're on your own, when you're with people all that interaction that's the real you with all the vices and virtues etc and then the ideal version of you is what you've built up yourself like a, ver- a version of yourself that you'd be like like Maslow would talk about self-actualized self so where mm-hmm. you're you're firing on cylinders at all times you're just yeah. you're in the zone yeah, of yeah, yourself yeah. you know yeah. and uh, like you get mental health problems when your real self and your ideal self are further apart mm-hmm. and the closer they are together the more yeah. your mental health is mm-hmm. in better shape so the further they are apart and because like you like subconsciously you have an idea of what the I- ideal version of yourself is so the further you are from that subconsciously it's going to affect your mental health yeah of course but like so it sounds like they're from that like because that's a very real everyday thing like then and especially if you look at like when we talk about other subjects you can already see teams of this going through, like when we were talking about Instagram and stuff, like yeah. there's obviously a team of yeah, that running through there. Of that, yeah. But um what it sounds like as well is like Joe when you 
the way it, like say if if I was to just take that clip of what you said there now when I was a person who was like oh okay I must achieve my ideal self like to take that into consideration but a lot of the problem is as well that people's ideal selves you need to kind of like you know if your ideal self is like you want to be the rock yeah you like you're never you going to be the rock yeah, like you, you need, need your realistic. ideal self to be a re- kind of a more yeah. which is kind of counteractive then to the real self kind of thing like yeah but that's why like sorry I just that came to me there because it feels like so these are things that I was consciously looking at myself but like not with the I just didn't know what they were so yeah, like, okay, like, yeah you didn't know the yeah, like, official was, was, terms exactly yeah. like because the, the ideal self and the real self like I was looking at that I was like well I have a couple of months back there like so I was just kind of reevaluating shit like trying to get my head straight I was just like well I have this idea of here but like wait maybe my ideal self should be like shorter term maybe it should be mm. like what, do, what would be my ideal self in a year rather than looking at this like, yeah in your head like kind of 30 year old ceo businessman who's like yeah, yeah. a billionaire of fucking facebook and works one day or not facebook like fuckbook whatever yeah. the fuck you're after yeah. <laughs> creating and you're you work one day a year but then you're like okay well that let, let's have a look like in a year would i prefer to be okay i'd prefer to be higher in my job yeah or whatever and then you start doing that i feel like i feel like that was a me consciously fucking making an attack on that wouldn't mm. even know what the hell it was like so yeah because like if you set that goal of say not that it's unrealistic, but it's very unfamiliar. It's like like if you went, oh, in f- 10 years, I want to be like millionaire, etc. Mm-hmm. Like it's very hard to grasp because it's a completely different life change. Whereas if you have small attainable, yeah, like intermediate ones where like, okay, in as you said, in, in, mm-hmm. in a year from now, I want to be X position and you slowly build towards the idea you have. Yeah. Because like, I think a lot of the stress and mental anguish that comes with the real and ideal self thing is that when you're conscious or like if you're like it'll stress you out if you're not there and you think you should be like so I I read something I think it was Twitter before that the number one thing that'll ruin your 20s is thinking that you should have already made it yeah 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 so the fact that like like because it even happens to me like because you know the writing and stuff and like obviously you want to get publish and all that and sometimes i get really stressed because i'm not already mm. published like stuff like that and i'm like well like you're also 24 yeah like you're yeah. you're not supposed to be you're not you're not there right now yeah. it doesn't mean you won't be but like that's where people get stressed because mm-hmm. like i'm not where i should be and then they start comparing themselves to other people who are kind of further along in their yeah. path or whatever so but it's it's interesting if you dial it all the way down to a kind of a uh if you just look at that idea of bringing it closer you can actually put it down to like your uh like daily changes of your life like so like like the way people an easy way to when someone that like asks me let's say who who doesn't have like who, who who's not like severely depressed who just needs a lifestyle change yeah, or whatever yeah. they're like oh i'm stuck whatever what the hell did you do or whatever like that mm. i'm like well the first thing is is you just gotta cut your expectations immediately like but I, I, it kind of sounds very harsh but what i mean is like you know you you wish you could run a marathon but yeah. like what you need to do is you just need to get up like once you get to one mile you're going to feel better yeah so like it's not like you don't have to make the marathon to still achieve these like goals yeah. along the way like but yeah just that kind of just sprung with me there in, in my head like because uh, I just, one of my friends was talking to me a couple of weeks ago and they were saying like oh like this this is just too long they they have depression whatever they're trying to deal with it now like and they were like oh it's just too long like it's just like Joe they can't the see with depression too, yeah. like obviously you can't see yourself getting better for 
unless you do this monumental effort over like yeah. five or six years where it's it's not the case but it does seem that way like but i was like look i immediately try to disengage that like you know, you're kind of like look next week you're going to feel better than you do now yeah. So let's just concentrate on feeling better. Let's just concentrate on making these minor yeah. changes, and then these incremental changes along the way will yeah. all add up. Like yeah, like like that that analogy with the marathon is good because it's like the goal is to run twenty six miles, but if you've never ran, you're not gonna get up tomorrow and run twenty six mm. miles. I think I said twenty four miles, which would have been it's it's still good, guys, but it's not a full marathon. So <laughs> definitely go to twenty six if you want to feel better. <laughs> well, like so, like yeah, that that's a good analogy of it, and like. The other thing with that is, as you said, you brought up expectations and, like, you're always going to... Well, for me personally, and I imagine this is quite common, like, I put more pressure on myself than anyone else does to, like, yeah. push ahead, progress, etc. And, like, that'll cause you to freeze up. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're so eager and conscious of the fact that you need to be getting to where you want to be, then you're going to always be stressed and anxious and etc. Mm-hmm. You just kind of need to... And it's something like I still struggle with, like I, like it's not like I fucking fixed it or know yeah, how to fix yeah. it, but it's just awareness of it is obviously the first mm-hmm. uh, step. But you need to take the pressure off, like as you said, reduce the expectations and just continue to yeah. improve day by day. Like it's it, but like what's interesting is what you said there, just as a, a kind of an aside there, like you were saying, awareness is the key. Like because what I find is like so like a lot of people might be listening to this now and be like what the hell are they on about like why, why yeah. are we talking about this what's relevance to this but like when once you once you know about it, what i find is that when you know about something you can just stop the cycle as opposed to like it, it these things are gonna you're gonna get mentally weak and these are things are going to happen like mm. you're gonna encounter these the problems start occurring when you don't stop it like yeah. be able to compartmentalize it like so an anxiety attack for example like if you know what's causing it you can stop it like you can yeah. and you can work your way back so like let's take the uh you would you when you're saying like getting published as a writer or whatever yeah, yeah. Like, like if that's going to still come into your head and you're going to be snapping you're gonna be, but then you're going to be like look ah relax i know this yeah. is just me being fucking silly or whatever yeah, like, yeah let's put this off like let's think about this logically whereas if you don't know like you're like oh actually fuck it maybe i should be yeah, published yeah. and then you start going into a fucking spiral like yeah yeah so yeah. It's, it's i actually find it but like the way this developed there like i think it's really fucking important actually to know what these these things are like yeah, because yeah. like again it's just about arming yourself with different things like you know you, you talk about like you get cognitive behavioral therapy there are practical steps you can take every day you don't even have to think about the psychology behind them they're just you know that's a yeah. step okay let's let's do that what's causing that okay we'll stop all right fair enough now i don't feel yeah anxious or whatever anymore but then on the grander scale like when you're having a panic attack about stuff that like in time you should panic about so like if uh, say like if you're not as far as you want to be in your job mm. like when you're 35 and you're in the same job you are now then okay panic like yeah, yeah. panic would probably be good it would probably give you yeah. a kick but now it's like a case of you know okay i'm panicking about a massive kind of deal in my life but at the same time this is just me letting it happen like this is mm. not an actual panic i should have here let's look at this logically yeah I know that because I listened to the boys and the press <laughs> the session. Boys. They fucking broke it down big time, gave me a skinny. Now I'm mentally strong, fortified, and let's fucking go back with Monday, like, or whatever. You know I mean? And, like, the thing as well, like, so, like, cognitive dissonance and the real ideals have their, as far as we know, anyway, their cognitive defaults. So, like, their shit your brain does. And, like, so if you find yourself and you're, like, your brain keeps giving you 
kind of good enough excuses for something you find shit in your life mm-hmm. for them to continue to be so like say like this happens a lot actually in like relationships where people are only in a relationship because they don't want to be on their own yes actually and they'll continue to make yeah. excuses to be in this relationship mm-hmm. even though they're not happy in it that's cognitive dissonance and that's just like that's your brain trying to make you comfortable with something that's shit in your life and you can you can even like in terms of evolution you can see how that would have yeah, helped 100% yeah yeah you know for sure but yeah. like right now it's just if you're in a job that you hate and you keep making excuses where you should be there mm. like you once you're aware that your brain does that it's a cognitive mm. like as i said default then yeah. you can be like all right i keep making excuses for this but it's actually just because yeah i i'm trying to not be really upset mm. that i'm here in this relation or in this job so once you can be aware that you can actually work around it and be like, right, what do, what do I actually want to do? Do yeah. I want to stay here? Do I want to go? You can, once you know your brain does that. And sometimes it's even just a change of excuse by that. I mean, like when you logically check it, like, and you're kind of going through it, like say with your job now, because I know like they're too interesting. Oh, actually like job, the whole, we did the whole transition period one there a couple of weeks ago. Like, so people know at the moment coming out of college, going into jobs, same with college courses people who are in college courses being like, oh, I need to go here, yeah. when realistically you probably don't, deep down you never want to do what you're going to do at the end of it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Job, people are like, well, I'm in the nine to five now, does that mean I need to stay in it forever? Like, you know, mm. But like, what you can do is like, when you logically look through stuff, you can be like, well, I'm here, like, you could easily be as a nine to five, you could be like, well, I'm here because if I'm not here, I wouldn't have a job. But like, yeah when you go over it then you revisit your plan and stuff then you're like okay well i'm here because later i'd be there so like yeah. it's, it's okay to do this yeah, now yeah, yeah. and then you're what you find then is you're after changing your whole mindset you're not no longer justifying you're actually after making a plan you're after making a a visible progress path mm-hmm. and that's how you get yourself out of this funk then of not wanting to be in your job yeah you actually you might actually want to start coming to work exactly and yeah work harder and yeah. it's because yeah it'll it'll um because I've actually thought about that myself, like inside. I'm lucky. I quite like my job. I quite like all aspects of it. There's stuff I change. Mm. Obviously, there's stuff you're always going to change. But I can't really say that I dislike it in any sense. Like, I'd prefer to be working different hours or whatever. But again, yeah. that's not a major. But the actual work itself. Yeah, it doesn't break yeah, me. Like yeah. exactly. Yeah, the actual work. I quite enjoy doing the work. It's on computers and stuff. I'm decent at. Like, it's interesting to me. I like the people I work with. They're they're sound. Like, but like, at the same time, then you think, okay, I'm. 24 i'm in this job that like people who are like 45 are in this job with me mm-hmm. at a higher level like and i'm like is that me in 20 or 21 yeah, years or whatever yeah. or am i here for a different reason like yeah okay, and that's yeah. how i and that's how i came to that conclusion of going back over because i realized mm-hmm. i was like fair enough i don't actually like you know being here is grand there's yeah. no I'm, I'm actually upset with it being here at all so it's not like yeah. there's no major pressure but there's then no you look hidden, over it. like i'm just trying to hide exactly hate it, like so that. like then you look forward which is probably an easier position to be in to look forward let's be fair like yeah. when you're not like uh if well if i stay in this job for 10 years bah, fair enough like i'll move on at 10 in 10 years yeah, time yeah, yeah. as opposed to like i need to leave fucking immediately mm. so obviously I had an easier chance but then you look at it and you're like oh actually I've made this cool plan for myself here. Like, if mm. I just stick to it, do my own thing, then yeah. I'll probably move on. And, and then, then that ties back into the real ideal self, because that, that makes you, like... Fucking life is a circle, boy. There you go, boy. But, like, <laughs> if you don't have a plan or some sort of, like, vague path to get from who you are now to the ideal version of yourself, then that will always cause you stress, because you, yeah. you'll never know how for Actually, sure you Actually, yeah, that's interesting. There. Like, do you think it's... 
when I said a while ago you need to bring them closer together, do you actually think that it's the final self that's the problem or is it just the fact that there's no path? Like, do you reckon, like, if someone was like, I'm going to be a rock and just made a path, like, made a logical path in their head yeah. to becoming the rock? Do you yeah, think like, that's, what, that, does that work or is it like... like well, like, I feel like it, like, like, you can see, it definitely reduces your stress over it. Like, yeah. in, if you make a plan of how, like, because I remember I made a plan during leaving cert, how much points I was going to get, etc. And, like, what college course. And once you write that down, yeah. it gives you an idea of how you're going to get to where you want to be. And, like, so, like, if you just say shit, like, like what causes people stress is like oh I want to be like I want to be really successful actor yeah. but you never take acting classes or don't actively try to act yep. then you're just going to be freaked because you're not like you know everyone, oh I, I wish I could have like sang or played piano or, and people just don't do it and it's just like well like you're going to regret that you're going to be upset about that in years to come because you didn't even try mm-hmm. do you know so that's yeah yeah no it was just interesting because like I was, I was that kind of just came into my head there and I like so I don't know. As stupid as a hard word, but it, would you just be more simple-minded if you had like a path where you just saw yourself at the end of it, even though you were never making any progress, and, and just be quite content? Or is it like, oh, well, like no, if you make a path, see that person over there, yeah. or like see that that person if, metaphorically over there, like that I want to be, and I can't see any path, and I'm just like, oh, fuck it, like. <laughs> Whereas like, so you know, the person's like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the first man to to go to Mars like yeah and then they're like when the first man gets there they're like well I'm going to be the first Irish man yeah. to get yeah, to yeah, Mars and then just keep it. doing it well like I suppose like in the same point like if you if you have an idea what, where you want to be and you make a plan and you don't even follow that plan then making that plan was fairly pointless like exactly yeah so, like, I know it was just a crazy yeah, thing that just popped into yeah, me yeah. there it's like maybe I don't know like, maybe I'm just thinking too deeply about this shit I'm going to go back to simple mindedness but I'm going to I'm going to be the first man of uh, I don't know I'm going to come up with something but I'm going to be it anyway very like, specific I'd be, lot, yeah, I'd be a lot happier then <laughs> but uh, yeah no, it's just uh, it's crazy though when you start like you, you draw, like I think that's just came to me there now like as well like when you actually so I've I've actually I've noticed something about myself there now this episode I've said like because I don't I'm not quite sure what I'm trying to say yeah. so I'll say like a million times a <laughs> sentence I just realised it there but um ah shit what was I going to say oh yeah it's interesting in terms of education like people um kind of fear education like they just say that they want or people turn away from education because they can't um, they don't find it interesting or whatever mm-hmm. or they find it scary like or daunting but we've been gone through stuff here today like that people wouldn't know yeah. at all those terms I didn't even know those terms I'd, I'd heard them but I didn't really know any detail behind them but now like we've associated it to our actual life like yeah yeah. see like they're things they're, they're concepts that everyone knows about everyone knows about them like in like an informal sense mm-hmm. and they're just these are just the label terms of what they are, but like yeah. everyone, everyone's experienced cause cognitive dissonance. Everyone's experienced mm-hmm. stress about not being where they want to be. Um, so like, they're, it's not like they're brand new. Like, oh my god, I, like you've, you've heard, everyone's mean. heard of it. Like, that's what I mean. Not, but experience it. What I mean is that people probably haven't looked into it, or people don't know what the concept is, is because it's these such yeah. seemingly unattainable stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. You often find that with stuff because as you get out of school and college i found the granted in school and in college you get the necessary educations for your 
for what you want to do professionally or whatever. Mm. Or just, I suppose at school, you just get random life, being able to deal slightly with life kind of thing. You yeah. know, you get to be able to speak English properly, get to basic maths that you need. You know, whatever. how to form a waterfall. You know, how to form a waterfall <laughs> using sedimentary rocks. Yes. And Perfect. other Soft such ice glacier business. And you also know the complete history of ancient Rome for reasons and like that, that I comes can't up explain. on that comes up daily. Man. That comes up on life, yeah. uh, the life <laughs> test that they took. But ah, I completely forgot what the fuck I was saying. Now. <laughs> ah, these riffs play. These riffs will empty your head. What was I on about? Oh, sorry. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> when I came out of school and college, I found that I was educated. I was able to get educated on a lot more subjects that I didn't think that I was into because it actually turns out I am into them. And I want yeah. to educate myself, but they weren't available at school level. Like. Yeah. See, I think, you know, um, there's a lot of college courses that people are like, oh, you can't get a job out of this. Like, you know, there's yeah. a lot of, like, a lot of humanities. And um, I think what people forget is that, like, those courses, granted, like, you mightn't have job applicable skills, which is a bit shit, but mm-hmm. they teach you how to think. Yeah. Critically. Like. Exactly, yeah. And that's that's a huge skill to have. That's a huge one, yeah. And, like, that, I, people, I feel like people just completely... That goes under the radar, like, as in, mm. like, you can, as in, for me, anyway, college made me very curious about psychology, and after I left, I continued just to be knowledgeable about it, yeah. because it's really interesting, and I can, like, look at theories and see what's, like, what could be feasible in them, and what mightn't be true, and yeah. all that, you know, like, mm-hmm. that kind of... Um, but that, actually, that ties into what I was saying, I know, because I can, because I'm educating myself on other shit like yeah. like astrophysics is one of it I always come back to it because uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's book Astrophysics for People in a Hurry like it's obviously not everyone's cup of tea I got really into astrophysics for a while I have that kind of mindset where I can listen to like people who are intelligent talk yeah. for fucking hours on end mm. and as long as as long as I have some interest in the subject they're talking about I'll, I'll key it in like so I've listened to loads of astrophysicists like Neil deGrasse Tyson um, Sean Ah, uh, fucking guy on. Um, anyway, th- there's a load of them. They're not coming. Their name isn't the coming. The Big to me Bang. Theory. It's all Joe Mostly the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> that's right. No, but uh, they, Sean Carroll. There was a lot of them that are talking. I'm absorbing this, and I read that book, and then there's just kind of random shit in everyday life that I'm no able to think about differently. Yeah. Okay. Because I can think in. I don't even know any of the maths. I don't know. Any, yeah, yeah. It was on. They were only talking about space and big shit, like. But it's that logical thinking of like yeah. something happens and you're like, or something breaks and you're like, well, that should. Why is that broken? Because this should be doing that, and then yeah, that okay. should be doing that, and then you can look at it and you're like, well, maybe if that was doing that, that'll do that. And you suddenly fix something. You're like how the fuck did I learn how to do that? And then yeah. you're like, oh, it's because I was actually thinking about some fucking star yeah, yeah, that was 65 million miles away and it just smashed into something. But it's just, you know what, they connect the two. Like, it's yeah. not, they have nothing to do with each other. There's nothing, you haven't learned anything. You just know, no, oh, well, because that happened, that might be able to happen. Yeah, okay, and yeah. And like, that's the same with like, the stuff we're talking about now is and like, you're aware of it, so mm-hmm. you, you can be, you can kind of catch yourself doing it almost. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting stressed yeah. and you don't know why, you could be like, oh, it's because I'm actually stressed because I think I should be here in life and I'm not. But that's ridiculous because it's irrational. Yeah. And that's... Exactly. Like, as I was saying a while ago, like, it seems like these uh, kind of subjects in psychology are, like, stopping cycles as yeah. opposed to... Like, we're always talking about preventative measures. Like, unfortunately, with psychology and psychiatry and just general brain because it's electricity, like, mm. uh, it just misfire sometimes like you're yeah. you're never going to be able to prevent something before you know what's going to happen but the all these subjects stop it from re or happening again like 
Mm-hmm. And what, you, what what people need to realize is like once one thing happens, like it, it's not going to be like you're going to have to stop this thing happening every time it happens. Yeah. It's you stop it once and then you know what it is. Yeah. So you're no longer in the dark about it. And yeah, now yeah. you're like, oh, it's about to happen again. I'm going to stop yeah, it again. Yeah, and you, you can, you'll become more aware of it and it'll happen more. Yeah, often. you can stop your cycles. Like, mm. And then the other subject I wanted oh, to. Oh, there's talk more. About is, um, we went ranting there for a while. Super rant, super rant, super fun, super good times. Um, is a common thing in, as I said, the socio political environment. It's a fucking great phrase. I've used it twice already. It's a very nice phrase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just socio-political environment yeah. I mean um, so motivated reasoning yeah, no, you, you caught me on that I was thinking about that I was like mm, that is a good <laughs> so motivated or emotional reasoning now if you just know what a reasoning is obviously tagging emotional onto it is a paradox before we start here this is interesting because this is literally my fuck in in a in its most basic sense, is my most hated yeah. trait in a person is when ha- this happens. Like, happens. And I know it doesn't happen it, on purpose. Like. It just happens a lot. And it, it seems to be happening more often because people... I'm always going on about identity politics, but the more people become attached to their labels, the more they just... It's important. To tell yeah, you, yeah. The more they just back up what they're believing. Mm-hmm. So basically, motivated reasoning is when you believe something, you will seek out facts that support that belief. And you will ignore facts that do not support that belief. And this goes across the board. As I said, identity politics, religion, yeah. if you're vegan or not vegan, all that stuff, it, it's in everything. So, like, for example, like, I'm not a vegan, so I will look at facts more often that support the fact that we should be eating meat. Mm-hmm. Whereas a vegan would su- to eat meat, like, yeah. Whereas a vegan would su- look exactly, for stuff yeah. there where eating meat's wrong because mm-hmm. they don't eat meat. And then, like again, with any you can just think of it with any group like Christians will look or like not even Christians, religious people will look for evidence of God and will ignore all the evidence mm-hmm. that there is no God. Yeah. And vice versa, atheists will look at all the evidence for no God mm-hmm. and you know That's an interesting like if sorry to cut you off, we're going to a, like a direct example there now, since you were talking about uh, the God stuff, the way we can break this down to just a very simple example was of what's right and what's wrong and how it works in the same kind of environment a lot is uh, the abortion referendum. Mm. So like you can you can easily split this up here because that you can you can have yes you can have your choices both ways in this you can have logically no logically yes yeah. and you can have emotionally no emotionally yes yeah. mostly no is God says it's wrong maybe logically well I, I, so let's just go with emotionally no God says it's yeah. wrong mostly yes I'm a woman that therefore that's it yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only reason yeah, is yeah. that I'm a woman logically yes is it's a health matter yeah. matter it People should be a woman's choice for, yeah. yeah. yeah logical no is I genuinely believe it's murder like as in you can come to a conclusion logically that it is murder Mm -hmm. that you are uh, aborting a a baby or whatever so like there you go like it's a simple question well no sorry it's not a simple question but it's a simple matter of we can logically come to these two answers Mm. and you can easily have whichever answer but then you get the emotional shit and that's when you get the shit slinging and the fucking total and, misinformation and you can't have that opinion because you're ex exactly. and that, that yeah. type of thing and like the thing about this is because people will always go oh well like right wingers don't you have this and left wingers do because they're emotional but both sides have mo- like that's why it's called motivated reasoning rather than emotional because emotional mm-hmm. has different exactly things. yeah sorry but like so, yeah. you will 
look for the facts that like this is this is part of any normal debate anywhere you just find facts to support what you're trying to say yeah and you ignore the ones that don't and that's like unfortunately by the definition of the words you can't have emotional reasoning be objective because mm-hmm. you're you're biasing yeah. the facts yeah and like even even in that case like if by some weird kind of whatever subject you're talking about, if you, like, you can be emotional about what's factual. Like, it's not like, Joe, yeah, like yeah. you can, your emotional truth can be an actual factual yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you can't be emotional. What, what we're saying specifically is that, that situation of, like, the other side is wrong because look at what I'm, the global warming one is a kind of an argument. Well, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a weird climate change, or climate change, let's say, rather than global warming argument because, People are blatantly ignoring that the climate is changing. Yeah. But yet, like, so, like, you know, people who don't believe the science, I say, the science deniers are like, oh, it'll be changing anyway. Right, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, but that's, you're just saying that because it it, it has changed before, but also you want to use oil and you want to keep well, like, cars again, and shit like that. It's a cognitive like. distance. It makes you feel better about oh, yeah, actually, living exactly, in the yeah, fucking, yeah. living in your, like, as in, because I had this conversation with my mom and she's like, Oh, like I, I'm recycling more, and I'm, you know, I'm doing that. And I was like, realistically, if we want to turn around what's happening, we have to make drastic yeah. life changes. Like, give up your car. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was like, Mom, look, I'm not going to give up my car because the car is yeah. really convenient. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't lie to myself and say that's not making a mm-hmm. difference because it is. Yeah. So unless you have that mass kind of change, but that's like the problem with emotional reasoning is that people who use it and you see like uh, like I see it a lot with like people who are vegan or people who are pro-abortion or anti-abortion for that matter is that you're not willing to concede that the other side might be right yeah like if you're not if you're not willing to be open to reconsidering your position then you're not mm-hmm. logically looking at anything you're just yeah. you're just being very stubborn and being I'm right no matter what but being right is subjective there's no yeah. actual, there's no, there's no universal right, like. Exactly, yeah, like, in, in, and in general, it's, it's a good, um, it's a good thing to, it's a good thing for development. It's a good thing for, especially if you've like a lot of people with the wrong, <coughs> a lot of people who have like depression just because they have the wrong mindset and stuff mm. will suffer from this. Where, like, you know, if you're a person who's like, uh, who needs to be right all the time, like, being able to acknowledge when you're wrong being able to drop the fact that you were wrong, being able to accept what was right. Because a lot of the times, like, if you're if you're saying something that's wrong and you you someone else thinks that or, or someone else has the right answer yeah. and you're so focused on being right, you're missing what yeah. they're saying. Like yeah, you're like you're missing the opportunity to be more educated. Yeah, like all you have to do is, okay, I was wrong or or maybe I'm not wrong. Let me look into that. And then you look into it. Yeah. It's a such a much easier way to uh, absorb information it's, it, deal with your problems but the problem is it's not instant it's not yeah. an answer mm-hmm. actually that was it, uh, that's an interesting thing which kind of ties into this is that I was listening to a guy last night that was saying you can't um, you, you can't make money off uh, I don't know so the reason that science isn't like scientists aren't the big celebrities that like say uh, what's your man Tony Robbins you know, the yeah, motivation yeah. speaker yeah. Because he's providing answers, whereas scientists are going, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so they're yeah. like, they're like, I don't know. But if you try that, and then we try it, and it works, and they're like, okay. But like Tony Robbins is like, give me a hundred million dollars for six months, and I'll turn you into a person who can earn fifty million dollars. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, 
you're like, okay, I want, well, I, I want the answer. I don't yeah, want to yeah. fucking whatever. And then you're like, you know, we're back to kind of what we're talking about. Like, so yeah, you're just, yeah. you need to be able to admit you're wrong. You need to be able to accept I don't know as an answer, and you'll be able to fucking yeah. And it's like it's a lot like, that, like it's a lot of like there's like for everything, and like we're egotistical people, so mm-hmm. it's it's ego. Like when like you like if you don't want to be wrong, and you're not willing to concede that someone else might be like better educated on you on a certain subject or have a more logical view on it, like you should like personally, and it's not like again don't do this all the time because i do get fucking riled up and stuff and i just get annoyed yeah of course everyone but like is. ideally you want to be open to the fact someone else is right because if they are right they educate you and then that just makes you able to improve your standpoint yep on that certain subject and like this was something i suffered from all the time like i had a, I had a problem when i was younger that i had to be right and i wouldn't leave shit go yeah unless i was it, like proven to be right in some sense so like even if i was wrong i'd managed to twist it around so yeah, that yeah. at least somewhere i was right in right, there okay, yeah. but now i'm just like ah fuck it like i'm just yeah, flat yeah. out wrong like a lot of it, like the interesting thing is like when you come to my line of work which is computers they can't talk back or anything yeah so there's only one right way of doing the thing okay so if you're a person who's like ah oh, shit i tried that and then you go and you're like here can you give me a hand there and the person comes over they can't play cage or anything. All they can do is the right thing. So you can't be like, oh, well, I did that though and it didn't work. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, Obviously well, I did it and it did work. Yeah, like. yeah, so you did something. So like there is a bit of training in that. But like if you look back or if you look to it now, what I was going to say is like a person who can't admit they're wrong is also a person who probably can't, isn't very self-deprecating. And that kind of a person isn't fun to be around. Like, yeah. like a person who needs to be right is one thing, but then a person who can't take a joke is just horrific to be around. Mm. Like, they're not people you want to be friends with. Like. Yeah, and like the pe- when it becomes dangerous, is like, and like to the extreme, it's what happened in fucking Nazi Germany is when yeah. you have a standpoint and you believe in it no matter what. You're not open to the idea that it could be wrong. Yeah, that's dangerous. Like, it, well, right, it, ca- it can be dangerous. Yeah, I, I just think it's and it da- makes you sh- and at the very small level because Hitler's obviously super extreme. It makes you shit crack to be around. The worst person. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. And and that's not to say it's not an easy thing to turn off. No. I'll still do that. But I also recognise it immediately. Yeah, yeah. But one of the most satisfying feelings is when you realise that you have changed like that. Yeah. Like, sitting down, say, of a day and you're you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, I was so fucking wrong about that. And you and your buddy laugh about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's what it's like to actually be not have to you know not to hold that's, this fucking thing fucking, so personal to me like it's a very common thing. it's called humility like humility exactly I mean? yeah and like I, f- I feel like a lot of thing. a lot of people are losing that humility in the social media age yeah because everyone has 100%. their everyone has their opinion and which brings can. us back to the second one if you lose your humility like if on a more simple self your, self, your real self and your ideal self yeah. your ideal self becomes a lot more realistic if you lose that yeah fucking, that if you get a sense of humility yeah, like, yeah. You're like, oh, I, I can be, I, I can see my way of being a millionaire, but I'd probably also be a dopey cunt for the rest of my life in this sense. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah. when am I going to stop right. kicking the fucking table? But, like, then at the same time, you'll be, oh, I'll actually be a millionaire. Whereas, like, before you can do that, you're like, oh, I'll be a millionaire. So that means I won't kick the table anymore. Yeah, Because yeah. I'll be a millionaire and yeah. be perfect, like. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of, which brings us back to just, I'm telling you why it's fucking cognitive distance. Massive but it's all, it's circle. Just, 
Like circled there. Today was a journey, boy. Yeah. Today was a journey. Good. Was I enjoyed good. that actually. Yeah. yeah. We should talk about educated stuff more often. Yeah, I mean, we are running out of ideas at a 100%. massive rate, so we could just do shit like this all the time. We could. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you're a listener, one of the few we actually don't, we we should probably look into how many people actually listen one of these days just to get a yeah, vague a idea. <clears throat> but if you are a person that wants to get or has an idea that you think wants to be talked about because the thing about I suppose if you listen to this you're going to be in that kind of frame of mind anyway it's all about not being um, isolated in this like if you have a subject that you think we want to talk about the likelihood is, is that anyone else that's listening to our kind of podcast yeah. is going to want to hear about it as well we're yeah. just not thinking of it mm-hmm. definitely let us know we have no problem we're, as we said we're out of subjects we'll explore anything well we're not out of subjects but you know they're going to start getting kind of more like this more just yeah. chatting about general Concepts psychology like, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure which is very fun for us but like at the same time you know there's a few of you out there that might want us to talk about something else which is cool too we, yeah. we enjoy those chats too so yeah let us know um, we are long one this week the, the, cool the lectures are longer <laughs> right we'll, nice see, one, uh, boys. we'll see you next week talk peace out you.